Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, podcasters of the world. This is a quick disclaimer to let you know that about three quarters of the way through, something happened to Wayne's vocals. We have rectified the situation as best as possible. He's still a little bit crackly, but very listenable. Sorry for any inconvenience and sorry for this being released a day late because of the issue. Thank you and enjoy. This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new colour, new dimension, new values. And a new experience. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of season 2, side B. You haven't heard this music podcast. I hope everyone's okay. Uh, with me today on the show, as usual, I have to my in the distant over the internet, Wayne. Hello everybody. How's your week been, Wayne? Weekend? It's been really good. Lovely sunshine. Feels like a, feels like a Sunday today. It does, you're right, yeah. Hmm. It does. It's not Sunday, though. It's no, it's not. Monday. And and the people listening really don't care. It's amazing. I mean, they could be listening to this, taking a leaf out of Neil's book. They could be listening to this um, about three years' time on a Friday in December. Yes, yeah. And they'll be thinking, oh, I'm glad they told me what day of the week it was, because that would have ruined the podcast for me if they hadn't. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So this is the side of the show, side B. This is where we take the artists who have been contacting us throughout the weeks and we give them a platform to be listened to because we believe in our heart of hearts and in our soul, mind and body these people deserve a platform because they're that good. That was that was really deep. That was. That was really deep. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I was just about to say it's just music, but, you know, for, for music, How dare that you? was really deep. I know. I said I was going to say and I didn't, but then I did. No. <laughs> so, yes, we have four artists today. We have Types, spelt T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-Types. Do you want me to run through the artists? I've got You can run through the artists, Wayne. All right. So we have Types with their song Apocalypse Horse. His song. We have... Is it a band? Sorry, his song. No, it's not. You're right. I did listen to their interview. Yes, it's just a hymn. I had to listen to their interview. It's just a hymn. It's just That's what you just said. Yeah. yeah, it's just a hymn. <laughs> it's just a hymn. Anyway, types with his song, Apocalypse Horse. Grandmaster Cockroach with their song, Oh Whimsy. And we have Killing Miley with their song, Here to December. 
and goals with their song shop. Awesomeness. Awesomeness. Who should we start with, Wayne? You choose. No, I asked you first. All right, then we'll start with Killing Miley, here to December. So, this is Apocalypse Now by... (laughs) (laughs) Killing Miley. Apocalypse Now, that's a film, isn't it? Apocalypse Now, yeah, that's the one with Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay, so what did I you love say? The smell of napalm in the morning. It's, yeah. it's Killing Miley, and here's to December. And this is my conversation and their music. Hello, and welcome to the show, Killing Miley. How are you today? And who am I speaking to? You are speaking to GW, guitar player, songwriter, producer, and thank you for having us on your show. That's okay. G G W is that? Yeah, yes. G W. You say W. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, it's spelled that way. Oh, so it's actually it's not the letter W. It's um, okay. I got you. Yeah. Welcome to the show. It's nice to have you. So, killing killing Miley. It's an interesting name. Tell me about yourself. Who are you? What's your mission statement, if you like? Well, we originally started uh, writing music and performing in 2008. We did that for a couple of years and then some, some things happened and we were unable to continue in 2010. And then we got separated for a little while. Me and Dirty Dan, which is our singer and lyric lyric guy, he writes all the lyrics. Then we reconnected earlier in 2018 and decided that we would uh, get together and, and get back at it. And so in September, we started recording our uh, songs and we released uh, Here's to December in September. And then we've had releases ever since, maybe one a month or so. And uh, we're getting ready to release a new one next week. All right, awesome. And what's that, uh, what track's that? It's going to be called uh, Long Road. Great stuff. You'll have to keep us up to date with your work and your music and what's coming out. So tell me a bit about your music. What, you know, uh, your inspirations, your influences. About, tell us a bit about your process. Um, we, uh, we're a grunge band with some alternative and some pop rock. Uh, we really love the 90s music, you know, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and all of them, Soundgarden. And so we kind of just naturally play what sounds like grunge. It just, when we write a song, it just comes out like that. We've, uh, claimed to be a grunge band in modern day and, uh, there's only two of us. So, you know, I do most of the music recording myself. I, that's all me and Dan does the vocals and... We kind of write a song and it just feels good and we record it. I think that's what music is, isn't it? You know, what feels good, what sounds good, what you like. So, yeah, perfect. So, who's who's the rest of the band? Uh, it's me, GW, and our singer, Dirty Dan. Oh, right, okay. So, it's just the two of you then? So, who does the drums? Uh, I do them on the, on the computer. Um, and if we go to a, a big studio, I play them. All right, cool. So you do all the production then? Yeah. So tell me a bit about this song, Here's to December. What's it all about? Um, Well, it originally was written in December of 2009, and it's a true story. Not not that I want to bust out Dirty Dan, but, you know, the song talks about how he he had been out drinking and having a good time, and when he went home, the girl wasn't so happy about it, and so things happened, and... You know, he kind of got in a little trouble, I guess, and I we decided relate. to write a song. Yeah, it happens, you know. A lot. And and so when we wrote the song, that's just that's just what came out. You know, he just wrote it about that, and then you know, then later on in the song, he talks about himself. You know, he even mentions that you know he looks grungy. Okay. You know, and that's just him. 
So, uh, what's the what's the rest of the year hold for Killing Miley? What have you got any gigs coming up? Any more releases? Well, right now, well, we're gonna have releases all year. We had an album's worth of songs recorded uh, as a demo that we did on a little four-track Yamaha MIDI disc or mini disc, excuse me. Uh, in 2009 and we're redoing all of those songs as well as writing new ones like the one that's coming out next week long road that is brand new and it's really interesting how we have to do it now and we live in two different states now uh they're right next to each other but they're you know he's he's quite a bit of ways away so what we do is um we decide what song we're going to record and I i do all the tracks and then i email him a rough copy and he records the vocals and emails me the vocals and i put them into the my computer and you know we start mixing from there um when we wrote this new song i just happened to be jamming on a guitar one day and came up with the piece and he had been messing around with some lyrics and he just kind of told me you know hey you know do a quick recording on your phone of the song and just send it to me so i can hear it and i did and his lyrics fit perfect only i had never heard the song you know his lyrics because we're not in the same room together you know we're not writing together so he met sent me the vocals yesterday and it's a pretty cool song i can't we can't wait to have it out you know i was i was excited to hear hear it you know because i hadn't heard it yet so what we plan on doing is we're going to continue to write and record our older songs as well we do covers you know we like to do some covers and see if we can get get to playing shows maybe later this year or next year we want to have a good good solid set of songs ready before we go out playing shows Sounds like you've got it all set out. So, if our listeners want to get hold of you, you know, talk to you or listen to your music, where can they stream you? Where can they follow you? Uh, we are on Facebook. Just go Killing Miley. Type in Killing Miley and that'll come up. And Twitter is also Killing Miley. And Instagram is Killing Miley Music 1. We are also, on, if you want to stream the music, we're on YouTube. Uh, you put in Killing Miley or Killing Miley Topic, either one. We are on Spotify, Apple iTunes, you know, Apple Music, uh, Google, uh, Amazon. We're on all the major platforms for streaming and download. And uh, just out of interest, Killing Miley, how did you come up with that name? Oh, <laughs> somebody was on the TV one day and myself and Dirty Dan were sitting together on the couch writing, actually, and it just kept playing the same commercial over and over and over. And I just kind of said, we should be called Killing Miley. Right, okay. And it stuck. I, I don't really want to say too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a, a, an in-joke in the band. Right, right. It's it's not serious. You know, for the record, yeah. it's not <laughs> no, serious. There's no, no, no hate. No, I got it. <laughs> yeah, we're not hating on anybody. That's right. Okay, that's right. Yeah, we got, we got, I got that. Okay, then, so uh, we're going to play your song now. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having us. Uh, we'll be on any time you want. Excellent. So this is Here's to December by Killing Miley.
So that was Killing Moyley with Here's to December. Yeah, I like this song. Oh, I like all of them. That's why I chose them. Because uh, that's what I do. That's my job mm-hmm. on the show. One it day is. I'm going to... Yeah, maybe one day my job will be to bring really shit music, but at the moment, it's to bring music <laughs> I like. That's so, when we get paid and sell out. That's what happens then. Yeah. 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 At least you've admitted that that might happen. <laughs> You flash that you flash that million pound in front of me, I'll just bend over and accept whatever you want. I anyway. really love this song. It sounds amazing. You yes. do realise it's just two cats in a blender. Yeah, but it's fucking great. It sounds it's so progressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here's to December by Killing Mind. Did you listen to the interview? I oh, didn't get a chance to listen to the interview. Oh, no, I these were uh, like he was like really Southern American, like um, was he? Right down there, yeah, kind of like um. Are we talking, Rich? Charleston, yeah. that sort of way. Are we talking like, southwest or southeast? Don't know. I've never been. Anyway, <laughs> what did you think of their song? Was it was it like a drawl or was it? I like... don't want to talk about it, Wayne. Just tell me about their song. <laughs> uh, right, okay. So he sent this over. I've uh, I did it a couple of days. Sense of it. It's very lo-fi in production. I feel like it's got a, um, a like a life feel to it. A garage band type feel. One hundred percent garage band. Yeah, it's it's it feels like it's very DIY. Um, it's got a a mid nineties rock feel to it as well. You know, um, the, the one of the influences I sort of threw up when I was listening to it is Creed. That's that's right in there. Um, it reminds me of a song called "What's This Life For" by by Creed. Uh, at times, with some of their hooks, but I do like his live vibe. Uh, he's got that. He's got that nineties um, bands that sing with vowels. Their vibe to you know. Yeah, he's got one of those marmite type voices. You're either gonna love him or hate him. He's like a Nickelback. Some people just oh, I hate it's him. Got that for. I was, I was giving Creed and I was picking up bits of Pearl Jam. You know, it's in it. They're, they're a band who's influences on their sleeve and they got a following these guys I struggled with some of the lyrics like you, like you said they're, they're very Southern American I couldn't make out some of the things they were saying so I sort of struggled with the the flow of the song and, the and what the song was really about yeah I did yeah but I, all in all I did enjoy it yeah yeah it was a it had this stereotypical rock guitar like back into the, you know, the kind of sound that you've heard a thousand times on every other rock song but that's not a bad thing. The reason you've heard it that many times is because it's still that good, I think. And it it, it was nice. You've got a nice little solo in there that wasn't over the top. He wasn't fret wanking. He was just nice little solo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I liked it. Very nice, very good. Yeah. Out of five, how many stars, Wayne? What what, what what's this? Where, well, where I, I, you I, I, this from? I've no idea. Where that, that just came straight <laughs> off the top of my head. This could fuck. This could fuck everything up. Um, this can fuck up because they're doing stars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bollocks of that shit. Okay um. then. Oh, it's a, it's, is it a nice song, Wayne? Do you like it? I do. Uh, where can you find these guys, Rich? Um, America. There, <laughs> uh, there. They have all the usual socials, I'd imagine. Um, oh, I'm yeah. not going to go through them because. I've already they're, gone. They're th- I've already gone through it on the, on the show. I'd imagine on the show uh, in the interview. Yeah, they're, they're easy to find on Spotify. It's just killing Miley M I L E Y. You'll find the guys that way. I asked him about the the uh, the name because you haven't listened oh, yeah, to the yeah. interview, and he said, uh, "Oh, we was 
me and so and so were sat down writing music, and uh, he says W, W, W. Yeah, oh, I got that in the first four minutes of this interview, I think. Is yeah. it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, so I'm writing, and uh, an advert kept coming on the TV, same advert over and over and over again. And uh, it said something like, oh, we should call our band Killing Moyley. It sounded quite all right, but then it, and it, I think <laughs> he realised, and he had to say, but but we, we don't really want to kill anyone. Yeah, because when I put Moyley in, he did bring up Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been definitely on about her. Everybody wants to kill oh, Miley Cyrus. I can't think of another Miley who's famous, so... I'd kill her straight in the mouth with my... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep that out. <laughs> That's not doing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah. That was... <laughs> that was Killing Miley and their song... Here's to December. Check them out. We'll put everything in the show notes. They're lovely. Right, next artist. Uh, is it Types with Apocalypse Horse? Yes. Types. Yeah. Did you listen to that interview? When it worked and then it stopped working, I think. Right. So I listened to much of it. So this is my conversation anyway and Types' song. Is it Typesies or Typesung? Whatever, it's their song. It's yeah. sung. Hello and welcome to the show. T T T Types, is it? <laughs> it's it's just pronounced types, but there are there are multiple T's. There, there are, aren't there? Is there is there a, is there a meaning behind that? It's a bit of a combination between being really high and thinking about Google searchability. Because if you just put in the word types with one T. Nobody can find you. I like, yeah, that's that's true. It's, that's, that's a very good point. So if I type in TTTT types, I'm either going to find you or a uh, stutter helpline. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. So uh, for the listeners at home, who is it that I'm speaking to? So this is Tim. I'm basically the guy behind the outfit. I work with other people, but it's it's pretty much just me. It's like a solo project with. Oh, so it's not a band. No. Oh, I had, I had in my head a band, and I think because when I listened to your music, I had the Beach Boys in um, in mind. So I just figured, obviously, you know, I put two and two together. I figured you were a band, but the fact that you're producing a sound uh, similar to the Beach Boys back in the day, all, all by yourself, I've, I've got to commend you for that. <laughs> well, I'm not playing every instrument. Like I said, there's there's collaborators that I work with, but they're you not session like players. Officially, yeah, kind of like session players slash friends, you know. It's sort of okay. a loose, uh, yeah. Well, like, I, uh, you know, am the producer, and, like, all the vocals are me, um, and I'm sort of, I'm kind of in charge of it all, like, in that, I'm, like, the recording artist and the producer, so, but, anyways. It's your baby. It's your your project. Exactly. So, how long have you been doing this? How long has TT type just types, how long has types been going? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, just, cause I'm looking at the screen, and it's there in front no, of I me. Know. I know, I know. Uh, since 2010. Okay, so you've been going some time. Yeah. Do you use the Beach Boys as an influence by any chance? Yeah, very much so. Uh, Beach Boys, Beatles, Everly Brothers, I'm, I'm very much into like the 50s, 60s, and 70s. It's nice, it's got quite refreshing, It's it's, it's got that obvious 60s flavour, but um, I really wanted to bring it because, I don't know, it, it just seems to resonate today, which uh, I get a lot of bands sent through music, and their music's obviously 
influenced by the 60s, the 70s, but it just sounds like a 60s and 70s track. Whereas when I've been listening to your work, it's got that flavour in there, but I don't know, it seems to have some sort of a modern twist. It's hard to put my finger on what exactly it is, but it just seems to resonate today. I mean, what is the process behind your beyond your work? How do you how do you write? Um, a bunch of different ways. I mean, uh, I guess, what style of song are you thinking of? Are you thinking of the rock ones or the electronic ones at the moment? Well, the song Empire Dance, which is kind okay. of, it's kind, it's, it's a bit more mellow, but it's like, I think you understand where I'm getting the Beach Boys vibe from with that song. Oh, definitely. I mean, that is, <laughs> that one more than most, maybe I, I definitely had uh, Pet Sounds in mind. Yeah, that one I just, I sat down and wrote it at a piano and uh found the right key and then i just recorded uh not even to a click i don't think because this was a long time ago i recorded the piano and then i recorded the layers of vocals and uh had a friend from arizona do the uh drum space and guitar and then i mixed it all so it was just kind of a in in studio piece by piece layer by layer yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful piece of work uh, thank you so tell me about uh, your gigs and stuff what you got coming up in the next year do you have any shows any more albums eps i've got a lot of stuff coming out this year uh i've actually got a five song hip-hop remix ep coming out uh in so, sorry say months. that again they've got a five song uh hip-hop remix ep coming out in the next i did hear uh, you right then yeah (laughs) i worked with uh the song leslie i don't know if i sent you uh was remixed by a hip-hop producer years ago and i always liked how that turned out and uh some of my rock songs have like fast vocals and people commented you know if you put a different beat under this it can almost be like an indie rap song. So I picked a bunch of those, sent him the vocals, and he's doing entirely new backdrops and putting them in a hip-hop context. So do you feel that this is a way of making your work more current? Um, I mean, honestly, I'm just trying to release more stuff. <laughs> I like working with him. I like the surprise of collaborating with someone who would make decisions I would never make. Um, so I'm, I'm not trying to chase any trends uh necessarily but it's it's good that you're getting out of your comfort zone if you like you know thinking outside the box because most people who do the style of music you do probably wouldn't even think about collaborating with a hip-hop artist i can't imagine uh, brian wilson would have ever phoned jay-z and said do you want to stick some funky beats behind my work so yeah that's quite interesting i'd be interested to, to listen to what it sounds like to be honest yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll send you a link to the the one that was made years ago. I, I guess the other part of the equation is I I got some like hip hop artists reaching out to me to record uh, hooks for choruses after I released that song years ago. So I'm kind of I really liked singing on R and B. I'd never done it, and I was like, oh, this is just different groove. I can do this. So I'm kind of hoping, you know, if anything, to find more people to work with through it. Um, wow. So uh, if, our lis- <laughs> if our listeners want to get hold of you, listen to you, or uh, you know, just have a chat with you about your work, where, where can they find you? Uh, well, I'm on Bandcamp, of course. Four T's. T-T-T-Y-P-E-S dot Bandcamp. There's YouTube, same thing. Facebook, you know, all those places. 
I have an email that has multiple T's as well. <laughs> Basically, if you... You want everything. Yeah, yeah. Just type in TTT types into Google and you'll come up. Yeah, two, three, or... F- it's usually two or four. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I, gra- I, grabbed, I grabbed all of the emails from like two to six. All right. Know, obsess- obsessive. You've got a web address. Yeah, it's kind of an older website, but it's uh, typesmusic.com. Uh, that's with two with two T's. Uh, it's it's kind of outdated. I haven't had time to update that. But so I would say the YouTube channel is like the the thing that's most current with everything right now. Okay, well we'll put all your social links and streaming links in the show notes anyway. So where are you from? Uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Wow, that's new. Yeah, we, we like to tick off all the different places that come onto the show. So Michigan. That's new. Awesome. And do you, are you going to be doing any live shows? No, I've I've got a 10-year-old son, so it's like I, I have to choose between recording and producing and writing or playing live. Like, I don't have time to do both. And I've just okay. chosen the, the yeah. Would you, wouldn't you be able, would you be able to mix it up in the future once you've done some producing and recording and you've got your work done, then maybe you could go out and do a few shows? Yeah, no, I'm dying to, honestly. Like, I I have open offers in the area, but I just don't have the time. Because <laughs> some of it, you know, I'd have to get a band together and practice. And, you know, so it would be a couple months lead time to, to yeah, build up true. to that. Well, thank you for joining me on the show today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks a lot. So, I'm going to play your song now. So, this is Types with his song, Apocalypse Horse.
Okay, so that was types with Apocalypse Horse. Did you like this one? I like this I one. I did. Yes. Hmm. Did it do it for you? I. You sent me a song over first of theirs. The first. Um, I can't remember what the first one was. But yes. I really enjoyed that one as well. That was very Beach Boysish. Yeah, that was yeah. Mm. And, uh, this, one this one was, was really, less so. Yeah. This but it still really had that sixties, seventies vibe about it, though. It does, yeah. I wrote down it on my little notepad here. Contemporary folk with a post-punk vibe. And the first thing I picked up about this is the brilliant production on it. it you know, it's really well-produced. And it's got that lovely reverb that's in the background. It gives this sort of this haunting sound all the way through the song. What about you, Rich? Where's your, your first it's, uh, it's a nice contemporary piece of pop, I thought. Nice vocals. Got lovely diversity in the drums. So it's, it mixes it up. It's not the same all the way through. Nice. Uh, the backing vocals. If you if you weren't listening out for them, you wouldn't even realise they were backing vocals because they're blending nicely. With, uh, they become like an, an instrument, almost. Mm. Very nice, yeah. And the way the construction of the song is and the way that he sings, I was reminded of, like, The Beautiful South. That's a bit of a push, I think, but I know where you're going with it. Yeah, and, and you know, there's like the shades of Bella Sebastian and, and Fleet Foxes in there. Oh, Fleetwood Foxes, that, I like them. Yeah, Fleet Fo- is yeah. it Fleetwood or Fleet? Fleet Foxes. I do like the Fleet Foxes. I was yeah, going to bring them in the show thing. some time ago. Um, I love the, the, the driving uh, lyrics as well, the way they, they really push the song along. You know, they, they are almost like another instrument, uh, apart from being just... You know the, the heart of the song. They seem like they're part of the song, rather than just being on top of it. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit like the vocal, uh, the backing yeah. vocals I was on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love mm. that um, the the post punk vibe I was picking up. There's, there's a slightly overdriven guitar, really bassy sounding that comes in, and when that came in, it sort of it it turned the song a little bit from being this sort of contemporary folk song into something else. It took it darker. Really like that. I really, I really did. I thought it was a brilliant decision to bring that sort of sound in. It was really good. I'm glad you liked it, Wayne. Marks out of five. <laughs> Stick your mark up your arse, mate. <laughs> so we'll move on to our next artist. Then uh, our next artist is someone who sings a whimsy. So I see who that is. It's the fucking great, great name of Grandmaster Cockroach. Grandmaster Cockroach. How the fuck did I forget that? Grandmaster Cockroach with O Whimsy. This is my conversation with him and the music. Okay, hello and welcome to the show, Grandmaster Cockroach. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Richie. Uh, This is Lucas. I am the singer and the bassist from Grandmaster Cockroach. You're the singer and the bassist. Awesome. So tell me about Grandmaster Cockroach. What, who makes up Grandmaster Cockroach and what are you all about? Okay, Grandmaster Cockroach is a duet based in Athens, Greece, uh, around the summer of uh, 2016. And it is about a strange uh, idea I had in my mind about how can I uh, make music by putting limits to myself, you know. So I just found uh, my really good friend, Taikis, which is a drummer. And I proposed him. So Grandmaster Cockroach is this uh, crazy idea of uh, playing original rock heavy music with uh, a duet, a bass and drums duet. You have a very distinct sound. You, your your vocals are very they stand out a lot. What's what's the um, the idea behind you? How do you come up with your sound? Okay, yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, you know, 
We had a very, very uh, big help from our uh, producer, which is a really good friend of mine, and we have been playing in another band together. And uh, he really helped us to create this sound because I really couldn't have any idea in my mind, so how could this sound in a studio situation? What we wanted to do, first of all, by when we created the music and then on the mixing process, we just really wanted to be audible, you know, from for, for the start. And then we just wanted to put our our influences on the sound. So we just, it's basically those two things. We just let it ourselves to uh, hear what we played and to just perceive it something that we like it and uh, put out the element of that we were just a bass and drums do it, if you know what I mean. So it's just a kind of very free space of uh, creating, let's say. Uh, you, your vocals is what stood out to me the most. Um, when I listen to a lot of bands from different countries, because we get a lot of different people from different countries on here, and even when you listen to things like the Eurovision, when people sing in English or they just sing, you can you you can't tell where they come from. You can't hear their you can't hear their accent if you like. But um, something about the way you sing, the way you work, you could you can almost tell where you came from, and it, I think that's what stood out for me the most that you you didn't try to shy away from where you come from with, with your music and it's something that only we've started doing recently in England where we start singing with our accent but you you seem to do it as well and it's it's good it, it... yeah yeah you know it's very interesting and thank you very much for your uh, for asking this also I uh, our plans in this band was not for me to be the singer from the start. But, it, you know, it's very hard to find a singer when you have something in your mind and uh, you really want to communicate it. I just uh, tried to sound, to find my, find, my, find my own voice, you know, my own sound. I had a really, really big thing, you know, to free myself. So possibly that's why you hear it, because you, you can understand that I'm not an American or a, an English person. But uh, I just tried to, to put out the energy as best as I can. So who... Would you say are your influences when when it comes to your music? Uh, basically, you know, uh, I think that what really, really is our our area, music area, is alternative scene of the of the music of the rock music in the nineties and the two thousands. And uh, I'm talking about like bands which are big influence to anyone from from Nirvana, Rage Against the Machine. Even from Radiohead, I even put out some of my uh, most influences from my childhood, some Beastie Boys. I had a lot of prodigy in my mind when I was uh, writing this uh, material. So I would, I would say, you know, the dance alternative rock mixture of, the, of these two decades, basically. It's weird speaking to all these different bands from different countries. Most of the people I speak to, they always take influence from Western bands. They never, ta very rarely take any influence from their own country. Like country, so do you not take any influence from any Greek artists? You know, it's uh, very very hard to uh, do this mix for me because uh, I really respect the Greek culture and uh, it can be something very, uh, how can I say the word, Some, a little bit cliche for me, you know, as an artist and a musician, to just put in a Greek element. Of course, you know, I have inspirations from uh, Greek rock bands, most, uh, let's say, in, in order to push me and going on to, you know, to, to be a better musician and to try and to see that uh, there are things 
outside of my country that I can do. But uh, not yet. I really, really, I have tried to put some Greek uh, music with some, uh, you know, very, very, very uh, secret ways in some songs. I have some uh, Greek lyrics, for example, in a song in an album called uh, Lucifer Blues, where the whole lyrics are in uh, English. And on the, I have a bridge where I put some Greek words. So, yeah, we're still, this, this is a very, very big thing because it's, it is an advantage for us, you know, when being in a country like Greece, when you have such a wealthy culture, you know, with uh, art to put it on your music. Yeah. You know what you should do? You should, in, in one of your future songs, you should, uh, instead of having a snare drum as part of the beat, you should have smashing plates. <laughs> it take it would take a lot of plates. <laughs> yeah, we have to. But you know, we have to do it one take. That's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Otherwise, you'd end up getting through thousands and thousands of plates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what's funny in Greek? Uh, when in back in the days, you no, know, because now Greek with the crisis and blah blah blah, everything do not have many many uh, money for people to break dishes. But the dishes were fake dishes. No, they weren't the real dishes that they were using to eat on the restaurant. Just to keep that in mind. Yeah, plastic plates, so they can use them again. Yeah, uh, not, 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 not plastic. I cannot under, I, I do not remember the, the material, but it's, uh, no, when you break your hand, what do they, in the hospital, what do they put around? Plaster Paris. Yes, that's, they use it out of this, so they can break easily. <laughs> they All right. this. Nice. How, is, how did the Greek um, recession uh, hit your band? Uh, listen, you know, I was, since I was a small child, I wanted to be a musician. You said about the crisis, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I always wanted to be a musician, so my plans were always the same, and you know, it's always difficult. To be to become a musician and just to afford the living being a musician on the other hand uh, my other bandmate which uh, has also a morning uh, job it is a little bit there are periods that there are a little bit uh, difficult because although we don't earn more money we work more that's a problem yeah. so you know we for example we have uh, three rehearsals a week and uh, we should start up around you know uh, nine at night and uh, you know the drummer comes in the studio at like 9 30 and I said oh man I'm sorry I was working until 8 30 you know but that's the most problem but we don't uh, this situation makes uh, makes us you know stronger because we yeah, have but you have still, more that's it. you're still doing it you're still out there you're still yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. strong and as the, ever uh, yeah so have you got any gigs coming up do you do gigs Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we have our main and big show is in Athens on the 10th of May on uh, Death Disco is the club, the name of the club. And it's our uh, our release show because we just had the digital release on the on our first de- on, on our debut album some days ago. And we're going to have the release on the 10th of May on Athens. And we have scheduled some shows outside of Athens also until the September. And then we hope that uh, on the next winter we can have some uh, small European tour, maybe in Balkans. I don't know. We'll try it. How about albums, uh, singles, EPs? Any more recordings in the pipelines? We just released uh, 
two singles uh, for in order to promote the album. And now that the album is out, we are planning a some video clip for the for some songs, one or two, in order to promote it uh, furthermore. Yeah, that's what they have right now. So socials and websites and the likes for the listeners and streaming sites have you got all those yes yes we have uh, if you type grandmaster cockroach we have our facebook page our instagram page we have our uh, band camp which is going to be on these days and so people can download and order and physical copy of the email well, we also have a spotify uh, page so yeah that's all for now facebook instagram Spotify and Bandcamp, Grand Matter Cockroach. Excellent. I can't imagine many people in the world will have the name Grandmaster Cockroach, so I think if they just type your name into Google. Yes, 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 that's for sure. We are the only ones yet. We'll put all your links in the show notes as well. So, so without further ado, we'll play your song now. Thank you for joining us today. We thank you very much, Richie. Thank you for having us to your show. Been excellent having you on. So this is A Whimsy by Grandmaster Cockroach.
So that was O Whimsy by Grandmaster Cockroach. I took, a, I think I took a bit of a risk with these because although I like them and there's a lot for me to like about them, I can understand how there's people that won't like these. Uh, that again, that they could be very marmite. You either gonna love them or hate them. They reminded me a bit of the band Space. Oh, right, do you remember okay. them? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's got the, the the vocals. There's something about the vocals. It's like a. It's kind of off. It's not. It's not a perfect vocal by any sense of the word, but mm. he he makes it work. He knows what his his strengths are. And he knows his weaknesses. And he makes them work. And I like I like his vocals, but I don't think everybody would. And he's got in the chorus as well. He's kind of like he's done a reversing. Usually, when when you scream in a song, that's at the forefront of the song. But he's got like this screaming backing vocal behind what he's doing, and it's an effect I've never heard before, and it works so well. Yeah, it gave the it gave the song a sort of weird, really weird. Um, I don't want to say crazy but a sort of like it was a bit unhinged when you get to the chorus you know you get like the quite which is quite mysterious and you get to that chorusy bit and it goes a bit like ah, i'm jumping out the cupboard at you you know I'm, I'm gonna chase you down the street sort of thing yeah i liked it though it worked well I, i've never heard that before no. i've got to commend him for that the guitar was not he's, he's got obviously got a good guitar he knows his stuff when it mm. comes to effects and whatever yeah because most people, if they're using effects left, right, and centre, you're thinking to yourself, "Jesus, what that stuff yeah. that sound in there for?" See, but the the effects he was using fitted nice and they blended nice. I think he's mm. one of them guitarists that'll turn up to practice with a suitcase full of fucking pedals, and everybody rolls their eyes at him. Yeah, he's got a board. That's what he's got. He's got an effects board. He's got fucking pedals you've never heard of. He's got pedals you've never. <laughs> He's got a pedal you've never heard of that creates like the fucking sound of a phone hanging up for no reason. <laughs> he just he just got it because it's fucking ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pedal junkies. <laughs> yeah, worse, um, the worst is the worst is when the bassist turns up to a practice with a fucking boatload of pedals. Oh, I was just going to mention Neil. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I put uh, my first little note on my pad here is uh, I think this would be right up Neil Street. I think you'd bloody love this. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got a prog vibe. This, as you see, you know, its, it's origins lie definitely in progressive music and and you know that that sort of sound. Um, do you remember the band we had on for the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge on the A side a couple of weeks ago, which was called uh, The Moose Rush? I think it was Croatia. Neil chose for the World Challenge. Jesus, no, no. no. It was a really, it was a really cool song that slowed down. It sort of reminded me of that in vibe. Mercy Red was the song, and it's the one that slows down. And then starts back up again. And I could see these guys doing the same sort of thing. It was that sort of strange mix of sounds and experimentation. It worked though. You know, it's a good song. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I can see what you're saying though it being a bit marmite a lot of people are, you know within the first 30 seconds of this would probably switch it off myself included I th- if I'm honest I think it's one of them that um, yeah most of the time you not you might not like it first time around but if you listen to this about two or three times I yeah. think this would definitely be a grower it's a hooker eh this one it gets right in there yeah dun, 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 yeah I like it's it yeah. Simple, it's a simple melody 
and it's catchy, it's almost contagious, and it's, it bury itself in your head. It's one of the you listen to it first thing in the morning. It's fucking with you all day. <laughs> it's fucking with you all day. I like it. So yes, that was um, who was it? The you? best, the best band name in the world ever. Oh yeah, Grand that was Grandmaster Cockroach. Cockroach with um, their song. A whimsy. A whimsy. Yes. Yes. So our next artist who you'll listen to me talking to them about stuff over the into of the webs is a band called The Gauls. You'll also listen to their music also. So this is them and the aforementioned stuff that I said. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the show. Who am I speaking to? Uh, my name's Ree Kavak and I front a band called Goals. You do, you do. Where are you from? Uh, we're from Brighton, yeah, so we're from the seaside. Sunny Brighton. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so uh, tell me about the Goals, who's the Goals, what are you all about? Uh, so Goals, we're a three-piece um, and we play what we call punk rock poem pop. Um, I am a a keen lyricist and my delivery is um sort of spoken word kind of uh scrappy shouty um so we're blending kind of uh spoken word elements with um punk and and rock elements as well so you could say um, punk rap yeah kind of yeah I'm, I'm i'm always a bit scared to call myself a rapper like which is why i sort of go for scrapping instead of rapping um because it is a bit more kind of po- yeah poem based, but um, it's about that kind of fast lyricism, um, mixing with kind of fast guitars and beats. Um, yeah, I think I think what you're doing is more like what rappers meant to have been in the in the beginning. I think rap's become a, a bastardized version of itself in the t- today. If you uh, but yeah, if you know oh, what I mean. Thank you, Richie. That's praise indeed. Yeah, obviously <laughs> yeah. we're like we've got kind of quite a lot of. Um, feminism is important in terms of a lot of our messages and a lot of what we're concerned with and I think that there's a disconnect isn't there with um not all by any stretch but like um misogyny is kind of rife in in large areas of rap so yeah yeah to to be honest I think there's a disconnection in all forms of uh, the music industry yeah obviously in the rap industry it's more prevalent so uh how long have you been together? What's, what, what, what does the band consist of? Who does the band so, consist of, sorry? Yeah, so we've got um, Bo Higgs is my best friend from school and um, Bo plays guitar and sings as well. And then Hicks uh, plays drums. We got together in early 2017. Bo and I have dreamed about being in a band together since we were teenagers, but we ended up kind of living far away. I lived in London for 10 years and... Uh, that's where I met Hicks, who's our drummer. And then I kind of finally moved home and Bo and I started just kind of playing acoustically, first of all, um, which we just found frustrating. And we immediately needed to plug in and make things a bit more kind of representative of our sort of influences and the music that we listen to. So Hicks got quickly involved. And yeah, Goals was born early 2017. Who are your influences? Um, so they're pretty wide ranging. I'm like I'm a, a big punk fan. I also am a, a big sleeve of mods fan at the moment, and I think that that was a real eye opener for me. Was what um, they're doing in terms of the way that they mix kind of spoken delivery 
with um, obviously with them it's kind of more bass and beats and with us it's more sort of spiky guitars the three of us sort of share a love for queens of the stone age and that kind of rockier stuff but i think yeah punk rock's sort of uh, the crossover between the three of us i'm really into um american bands like anti-flag are a big favorite of mine offspring and those kind of spiky uh, noisy bands so yeah you're trying to bring that rebellion back in into punk that's been lost over the years i'm definitely an eternal rebel yeah um, i think there's a lot to be rebellious about at the moment there's there a really hell of a is lot. yeah we're, more than yeah, ever yeah absolutely um i think we're like a happy three but we're fucking furious about <laughs> the state of what's going on you know socially and yeah it's just you know just when you think things can't get any worse you wake up another day and it seems that they can so we've got to kick back against the nonsense that we're served i think it's good to see that enthusiasm back in punk there's a lot of punk artists out now that i'm coming across uh, especially since i've been doing this that yeah. i'm doing punk for the sake of wanting to i think it's the image it's like a you know, yeah. sonic, sonic boom six as good as their their music is, I just find that their message isn't um, it's not re- it doesn't feel real. Like when right. I listen to you, you can tell that yeah, yeah, she, she does seem really pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really am that angry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like you can get kind of punk t-shirts in Primark and that now, so it's all. I think the whole thing's a bit like what is punk? You know, a lot of it's sort of. Um, I'll stick a spiky belt on, and I'm a punk, and I think that's why I like sort of sleeveless mods because I don't think that they fit easily into any kind of fashion idea of punk or whatever. It's just that what they're doing is. And I know that he, you know, like Jason kind of resists a punk label, but obviously as far as I'm concerned, what they're doing, which is identifying shit that they think is wrong and talking about it, is as, is as punk as it gets, really. It's that rebellion. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what waves have you made? What, you know, have you made many storms across the UK yet? We've been largely playing home turf. We've played in London. Um, we've got a few gigs out of town this weekend, actually. We're playing Littlehampton and we're playing in Chatham. And we've got a festival coming up in Wales, actually, Focus Wales 2019. We've got a showcase at that festival. We've been getting a bit of radio playing, kind of blog features and that kind of thing. But, yeah, we're just... It's the um, age-old sort of issue of punk bands that have day jobs and recording costs lots of money and this kind of thing so we're working as hard as we can um alongside you know doing the thing that pays the bills and all the rest of it but yeah we've played some good shows and obviously we're hoping to just play bigger and better ones really and just get more more tracks put down you've got that that british punk sound about you it's like real british but but you know uh, way back in the 60s 70s a proper old school feel about your you sound it'd be interesting to see what the rest of the world uh feels about your music i think i might point out there see what see what they see what they all think because it's love- completely different to the american punk scene i think yeah, definitely. I mean, this is the thing, isn't it, is that you can only be you. And one of the um, the, the producer that we work with, the um, one of the first times that we kind of went in with him, he was like, I just can't believe how British you sound. Like, I can't believe you don't change your accent. You know, lots sometimes people come through the door and they automatically do an American accent. There's just, there's no, yeah, there's just no way. But I'm really interested to know what, I was actually having a conversation with someone about this earlier, like, I'm really interested to know, I sent it to an American blogger and she was very, um, very pro and kind of liked the message and was saying, but yeah, I, I, I do wonder how my 
um, very British drawl is going to go down. <laughs> Whether I people like, know I what I'm talking about. It also goes alongside with what you're doing because it's you, you're refusing to be something you're not. You know, you're yeah. you're being real. You're being yourself. You're not. Being yeah, afraid. absolutely. Yeah, I think like we've got three kind of um, yeah, kind of three influences, and Bo's guitar style and Bo's vocal style is sort of um, this big. You know, she's got this big vocal and these kind of like you know noisy, fuzzy guitars, and I I hope that we yeah that we're kind of a, a marriage of of parts that might make sense to yeah to people outside of our little bubble. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll point out there. See what they say. <laughs> They probably won't like us. Not many, much of the world likes the British, to be honest. Oh, well, at the moment, I don't feel like we're painting the greatest international picture. It's a no, bit of times, isn't we're it? we're in the worst situation I think we've ever been in. Yeah, yeah. I was saying to my That's friend it. Neil, um, our, our parliament at the moment, our, our government's probably the biggest joke since Caligula sent down his army to stab the sea and, and cause war on Poseidon. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, mm. nice analogy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is what I mean about just waking up and being like, oh, God, oh, God, what's going to happen today, you know? But I think I've been kind of heartened by um, just watching the uh, Extinction Rebellion stuff um, on the news over the last, uh, you know, like couple of weeks and activists kind of getting up for the sake of the climate. And um, that, to me, feels like a really British thing that at least can be a counter to the absolute nonsense that we're dealing with in, you know, with the with the establishment and with power is that people are actually taken to the streets to say we've got, you know, we've got to do something, we need action and to try to engage at kind of community level and mobilise. I think that that is a British trend as well. That's part of our history is, you know, activism and movements and protest and that at least is heartening amongst all the brexit drivel on the on the radio and all the rest of it you know absolutely and people think seem to think that you know these activists and the protests don't do anything but if it wasn't for protests and activists like it, a lot of the stuff w- would never have happened i mean look exactly. at rosa parks and people like that absolutely. you know they, they stood up and they, they did make a difference well, obviously that was america but you know shit like that's happened in this well, country yeah, well. that's it i mean trade unions gave us our weekends didn't they do you know what i mean like people yeah. working seven days until before yeah before steps were steps were taken to to do things but yeah i think I, that gives me some hope i think extinction rebellion and people getting together and that's international as well isn't it that's people making links and trying to make changes together so back to music yeah, sorry. <laughs> if, if we talk no, politics, no. We're gonna be, I'm going to digress what, the hell away. This is what punk's about, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, that's it. So what, what have you got coming up this year then? Have you got any more albums, singles? So, yeah, well, our new single, Shop, is coming out tomorrow, so the 19th. So we're very excited about that. We've been doing lots of promotion for that, and we're hoping that that will, you know, get a bit of interest and, and that people will lock into... The message, it's about libraries being closed down and it's about various aspects of kind of important local infrastructure being shut down. And yeah, so we're, it's, a, it's an important one. Um, it's an important one for us. So we're hoping that, uh, yeah, that that flies. Um, we've got, uh, we're going into back into the studio in July to record a couple more tracks. We're, we're actually just focusing on singles rather than wanting to necessarily kind of put an album together. That's a, that's a dream a, a little bit further down the line, I think. We're, yeah, we're kind of doing things a bit more kind of DIY and, and ad hoc as and when we can um, and as much as we can. So if our listeners want to 
listen to you and they want to find you, maybe talk to you and send you the love and everything, where can they, <laughs> where, what links can they find you at? Uh, so our website is www.goalsband.co.uk um, and that's got links to all of our social media. We're GoalsBTN on um, Instagram and you can find our Facebook and uh, SoundCloud. We're Goals full stop on Spotify and then, yeah, as I say, our, our website has all of the links to iTunes and SoundCloud and all the various streaming outlets that, that take people's fancy. Excellent. And which song are you wanting to push today? Because I've only been listening to the three that three of yours. You've got No Alter, Flaws and Bad Publicity ah, on right. SoundCloud. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, so ideally, um, Shock, we'd, we'd love you to play, which is um, out tomorrow. And I can, I've got really? a... Uh, yeah, I so haven't I've got listened a... to that one. Oh, that's no. Quite, that's quite embarrassing. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I sent you the link in the, uh, in an email, but I'm happy to send, uh, I'm happy to send that again. Awesome. That sounds really lazy of me. It's like I've only bothered to go on SoundCloud. I figured you just put your most recent stuff on and then, is that, is that not your most recent stuff on SoundCloud? I mean, it, it is, but it's only because Shop is released tomorrow, so we've held back from um, making it available on oh, all of the so it's not even available streaming yet. stuff. Yeah, because um, we just wanted to kind of spend a, a month on doing a bit, little bit of sort of pre-promotion and trying to get a bit of excitement about it. So, oh, so, so this is kind of an exclusive then? It is. It is absolutely an exclusive, yeah. Excellent. So then, um, what's the song called? Shock? Shock, like S-H-O-P. Shock, sorry. Yeah, so, no, no, no. Um, so, yeah, it's about, um, it's about things closing that we need and things opening shops that we really don't need you know um, okay yeah so you will you'll it's you'll you'll discover this i hope when you well, i hope you like it um well if any of you past works anything to go by i'm sure it's going to be awesome okay well thank you for joining me yeah pleasure good to chat to you yeah yeah definitely it's been a hoot i look forward to hopefully speaking with you again in future so uh, i'm going to play your song now then so without further ado this is Goals with their song, Shop. Your library, shut down, youth club, shut down, refuge, shelter, park, closed. Your high street, shut down, nightclub, shut down, music venue, what's one of those? But cheer up, Charlie, don't look down, there's a new shopping centre just out. Just out of town. So- 
So that was Goals, not the Goals, Goals, with their song Shop. Uh, I have nothing wrote down. I have only memory. Take it away, Wayne. Um, this is fantastic, isn't it? it is, oh, yeah. It's relevant, it's aggressive, it's angry, and it's just utterly brilliant. She mentions in her interview about when she was recording, uh, the producer saying, oh, you're doing it in your own your own voice you know you're doing it in your english accent this stands it out from other songs because it's got that really original punk aesthetic you know i don't give a fuck i'm doing it the way i want to do it um and i love the fact that the lyrics are full of englishisms you know like shopping center (laughs) i don't think anybody else in the world calls it a shopping center they all call it malls but we call shopping centers that um there's a few others as well which i've written down that i think is fantastic go on Take it away, Rich. What do you think? Well, it's, just, it's nice, a bit of old school punk, really. I, I, and listening to them, you know that everything they sing about, their messages, it's real. They, they really believe it. And it's proper punk as well. It's like you say, you can hear their accents. They're not trying to put anything on because they just want to be real. Mm. Everything they do, they just want to be real. And that's what punk is about, you know. It's about a proper message, a real message. They don't give a fuck whether you liked mm. it or not. And they didn't, you know, there's nothing, there's no pretense. It is what it is. Fantastic song as well. In fact, they've got, I've listened to a lot of their other stuff as well. Fantastic band. She's a, got a very unique voice. I like it a lot. Musically, good, everything good. 10 out of 10. Yeah. All of them. I've I've put down that it's really well produced. You know, punk's not really current. Uh, current and contemporary punk is obviously known. It's not meant to be polished. No, but this is actually polished. It's it's really well done. If you you know if you go back to what I was saying before, like with the old school punk, it's not really that well polished. It's that's what it was meant to be. You know, it was it was a, a movement rather than a music genre. It was about you know not giving a fuck and going out there and doing what you wanted you could say this is you could say this is an evolution of the uh yeah it's it's bringing the old up to up to date yeah i mean the the, the guitars in this sound absolutely great the thing i like is it's really simple in its arrangement um but it makes the vocal more punchy you know so you can concentrate more on what she's singing about rather than the music and you know the music's the integral part and obviously she was saying that they're a, a poem punk band and I think this is brilliant. You know, one of my favourite things in the entire song is the double entendre of the stop at the end. So when they get oh, right yeah, to the yeah, end yeah. of the song and she just goes, stop. It's not only the, you know, for me, it's not only the stop of the song, it's also aiming it at the the people she's targeting throughout the song. Stop doing these things, you know, stop taking away bloody leisure centres and giving us a Primark that we don't want, you know. Oh, you might not want it, Wayne. 
Oh, I mean, love 90 Primark. million people going through the door at, at Primark over this weekend, I dare say, up in Bur- the new one in Birmingham. Well, there's nothing wrong with the old one. You know, yes, it's nice. Yes, it's big. Great. <laughs> I'd, ra- <laughs> I'd rather have had uh, my library open a bit, a bit longer. Yeah. Oh, again, well, all political they're, they're, clo- they're closed down the library, have they? So, the one in Birmingham, the one that yeah. costs like £180 the one, million. Pounds the is, one that was uh, had funny shapes on front. Yeah, yeah. It isn't open on the Sunday, and it's closed the day in the week as well. Well, because, because of the Primark. Yeah, no, because the government can't afford to keep it open. But they're more than happy to give Primark. Yeah, know. but that's the thing. The government have to support the library, whereas Primark, charging, it's, it's well, privately owned. charging these... When they're charging these corporations more tax. Oh, this is too political uh, for a music show. I was, show. I was about oh, to say, is... Wayne, if you can ask any questions, that's... <laughs> it's way too political, this is. If you can ask um, any questions, that's the question. Why are we asking these questions? I think that conversation there proves the point of the song, if I'm honest, yes. because uh, it's promoting a, a conversation. Awareness as well. Yeah. Whether it's, whether you know, whether or what I'm saying is right or wrong, that's that's the essence of what the song's doing is promoting a conversation and they can do it pretty much I think the way that they present themselves I've only listened to this song bear in mind but the way they present themselves in this song I could do it on any you know subject and get a conversation out of it which is better than what our fucking government's doing so fair play to you yeah and it's done in such a luring way in such a punk way that you don't only enjoy the message but you start believing the message you want to become a part of the message and you end up wanting to go down Merry Hill or shopping centre and walk into Primark and piss up a poncho <laughs> and call everybody a corporate bastard what do you think? Put it right at the bottom I think it's one of the most original genre songs that we've had on the podcast mm. yeah I think so yeah I mean you know genre being punk I think this is one of the most original punk songs we've had come through so. I like it because oh, Although the message is important and you can't take away from the message, I think when you go back to the original punk, mm. that the message was so important that it gave way to the mu- to the music and the, the music suffered because they were more focused on everything else. And I'm not saying that these don't focus on the message. They do. You know, they absolutely believe mm. it. You can tell it in the music. But they're not neglecting the music either. So they've got really good music and really good song with, with the message there. I feel about, yeah, is the way I feel about that. Original punks were activists before they were musicians and these guys, goals, are musicians before they were activists or probably somewhere in between but you know what I mean it, it, the punk movement, you were a punk before you were a musician and I think these guys are near enough the other way around. I'm probably wrong on that. If I what I never those. understood was why punk... Because punk really, it's it, it, it's it's a movement of you know standing up against the establishment and everything. Yeah, and why can... does it why does it always have to be that style of rock? Why can't you have some electronica or some Adele type music where somebody's standing there singing, "Fuck the establishment"? Because it'd be forgotten, and nobody would listen to it. You know, punk's aggressive. I would for a remember reason. that if Adele stood on stage <laughs> and started singing "fuck the establishment" in the way she sings her songs, that would be remembered. Yeah, but it, people would be picking up and doing different things. If you're stood there with a guitar and snarling at somebody, you know, it's it's far more memorable than her stood there in a really nice ball gown, you know, <laughs> in the Royal Albert Hall <laughs> and singing about "fuck the establishment." It's kind of you're, you're giving me double messages here, Richard. I'm not really. <laughs> 
Yes. So that was <laughs> anyway. That was goals with their song shot. Was that the last one? That's the last one. Yeah. That's the last one. Go on then, quick, quick, quick. What's your favourite song of the week? <sighs> Fuck off, Wayne. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know? I believe it or not, probably the Greek one. Ah, fair enough. Mine. I, I mean, if I didn't, if you didn't already guess it, mine's goals. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I think shops. It's, 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 it's difficult. Song. It's difficult. I do like. Yeah. And she, she was actually. I've penciled her in for the main show. Yes, you did. I did. Yes. Yes, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to talk to her. She could put me right on all my wrongs, the same as uh, Ema did. For those mm. of <laughs> you haven't listened, go back and listen to our last year. There's something I cut out at the start where I said. Um, and that one way, and then she went, "Yeah, you're the bloke who called me unstable, you fucker." I went, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So by all means, she call do, me out on these things. She does not forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'll, I'll look, I'd, I'd like to have her back in future. Actually, Emma, she was yeah. a good guest. But anyway, we're done here, Wayne. We are done, we are. and I'm we're going. Yes. I'm going now. So and you can check us out everywhere. Check us out everywhere. Tell them, Wayne. You uh, tell them. Did, do we, do we need to say, leave us a review, or do we not care? Because I've never said it before. I would like them to do that. I'd... Yeah, if you feel like you want to leave us a review. No, like... no. Do it anyway. But only a just, good one. Just... I mean, if you leave us a, a bad one. Yeah, if you don't yeah. like us, if you don't like us, just fuck off while you're listening to us. But um, gets a, gets if you do like us... And I've got feelings, man. I've got feelings. Oh, man. They say that, though. We get reviews all the time over social media. Everybody's showing us so much love. Oh, okay. I don't see this. Oh, I see it all the time. They treat okay. us like absolute gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see none of this. Are you getting paid for this shit as well? I'm not, I'm not seeing a penny for it. Is that what's happening? I wish I was. I do, yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to say a shout-out to somebody. Who's, no. Who's... No, he's liked every he's liked every post on our Facebook since he's started following the podcast. Should we get him on the main show? His name's David Ved. Do you know who he is? No, no, neither do I. But Rings a bell him. though. Yeah, he's even shared some of our stuff, and I don't know who the hell he is. So, I'd like to say thanks to him. You know, all supports um, much appreciated. Yes, yes, but he likes everything. I feel like he might be a bit of a stalker. That's fine. <laughs> I've never had a stalker before, so that's fine. You carry on stalking me, mate. <laughs> this moment needs to be edited with an inch of his life, I think, Rich. I'm not sure. I'm keeping most of this in, I think. <laughs> Some other stuff, anyway. Anyway, yes. So, yeah. Thank you to David Vett. Is he an artist? I have no idea. He just started liking all the stuff, and I was like, okay. I, I think he's from Malaysia. I'm not sure. What's he, what's he doing there? I, I, I don't know. He's over there enjoying himself there. Oh, we'll check him. We'll check him out. If he's an artist, we'll have a listen to his stuff. Yeah, I don't think That's he is. You know, he's just he's just a guy who likes music. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Claire. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, check us out on Spotify, uh, YouTube, uh, Spreaker, Stitcher, yeah. TuneIn, uh, all the S's. Anywhere where there's a podcast, YHHTMPC. That is. Y-H-H-T-M-P-C. Bang that in Google. You'll find us. Or just type into Google. You haven't heard this music podcast. You'll find us eventually. Yes. So, thank you for liking and subscribing. And thank you for listening. If indeed you still are. See ya. Goodbye.
play your song now, which um, <laughs> I don't know what the song is yet. <laughs> Empire, what? Sorry. Uh, dance. Oh, this is unbelievable. This has gone so bad. This has been one of my worst <laughs> interviews. It's all my fault as well. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not usually this bad. <laughs> Help Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.